Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We provide fan-oriented and analytic discussions on a variety of animated shows, movies, and anime, including Steven Universe and Gravity Falls. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Sam Quattro. Hello! Today we're talking Friendship, the latest episode of Steven Universe, the final episode of Week of Sardonyx. Um, spoilers for this episode and all of Steven Universe Within. Uh, you can find more about us at overlyanimated.com and more at the end of the podcast, but let's get right into it for now. Sam, Friendship, the eagerly anticipated last episode, written and storyboarded by Joe and Jeff, the main team. Uh, what'd you think? I liked it. I thought it was problem-solving. Problem-solving. What did you like Emotions. about this? Talking it out. Pearl there's, being a doofus. Peridot being a nerd. There's certainly what's, a lot of talking. What's not to like about all this talking? I mean, what did you what did you like about the talking? You think it was a good resolution to to Week of Sardonyx? I, I think it was a good resolution to what they set up, yeah. I mean, it's not like a complete, like, you know, open and shut. Like, I think and I hope that's going to affect everything in the future. Or it probably will. Um, but I think for this arc, it's a nice resolution um yeah i'm i'm less hot on it i'm quite frustrated with the show right now why uh, this i'm so this the, the end the end result is that nothing there's no plot advancement after this week now and i thought that we were now i've talked about this last podcast i thought we are now in a different type of show where we're gonna have constant plot movement and big episodes and something we've moved beyond like the middle of season one um but it seems like it was just that we're at the end of a season and the beginning of a season so we're going to move the plot and now we're going to be stagnant for a while which is frustrating because i don't necessarily need to see these minor character episodes that we had the past two days um and this episode this really just it was i mean peridot lost her foot right that's the (laughs) that's the end result of everything i know pearl and garnet made up but obviously they're going to make up like i think that's the that's the risk you take when you create this type of arc um which is new for this show but obviously it's going to get resolved at the end so it's not like this was anything unexpected well isn't anything that gets started in storytelling going to get resolved i mean yeah but you also get you also like know exactly when it's going to get resolved here like it was going to be on friday and it's it did and it was kind of exactly what we thought they're going to fuse again and they did and i don't know it's no more no less for me Uh, you are much too needy my friend (laughs) I don't know. I just I didn't I didn't necessarily take away a ton from Pearl or Garnet's speeches, or uh, I didn't think I think this was one of the weaker Peridot characterizations. I feel like maybe it was maybe with her it was uh, the like the less the better. I don't know. Like over over Peridot exposure, her character is kind of one note, uh, and I just I don't know. I liked there's some good moments, I guess, but. These these three these three past episodes I think are a huge step down from the first two, in the week, um, and I I just I want the show to do something. That's my main frustration. You're just uh, things can't happen all the time, Dylan. This was five episodes of the show. I don't know. Okay, and now I see that Eric Thorm's AV Club review is out, and he gave it an A. Uh, I don't know if I see that uh, at all. I don't really understand, but. Uh, so let's go over some of the elements that made up this episode. Uh, so we have a lot of Peridot, way more Peridot than we've seen. And in the beginning, she's kind of evading their 
their capture and it's kind of portrayed as it's the fight in fighting among the crystal gems that causes this from her it's pearl it's uh yeah it seems like it's pearl's fault but also a little bit garnet like garnet's also distracted um and this allows peridot to escape when they trap her in the gem uh what, what is that place called she escapes there and it looks like pearl's tracking her and then they they go to this place, which seems like it's in South America, in because uh, they actually had a map, which is interesting. Wow. And uh, it's a crashed gem ship. Um, an ancient gem ship before the wars, and Pearl kind of, or um, Peridot traps them in there. And I don't know, this, well, something that stuck out to me from when they're in there is it's kind of high stakes for, for this show. Kind of more danger than typical, I would say. Oh, Dylan, by the way, it's called the Galaxy Warp. The Galaxy Warp, yeah. So, mm-hmm. Galaxy Warp, a frequent Steven Universe location. And, so, yeah, so what did you think of the new the new ship setting? We are kind of promised a new ship in the description, and we had one. It's it's a ship. It's outer space. Gems. Rocks. <laughs> did, Ancient. Well, artistically, did you like this as a, this location? It was kind of, I don't know, I feel like it had a distinct feel to it. No. I mean, it... it, it it's a ship i felt the same way with the the jailbreak ship so it was definitely um came across as older as opposed yeah. to the jailbreak ship obviously because i don't know what do you what do you think of the goings on in the ship before they were trapped like shot they're shot at a bunch and i don't mm-hmm. know <laughs> then then they go into uh, basically paradox just like spamming attacks at them spamming attacks that's <laughs> yeah that's literally what she was doing that's pretty funny yeah is that is that what she's you think she's controlling every attack like it's a yes controller? she is just pushing the uh see, it's been a while since i played an fps on the computer i guess it would be the mouse click button right click yeah and no, left click it's on the left um yeah and i'd say the main the main like emotional high point of the episode definitely comes when uh, when Pearl and Garnet are trapped in whatever this is, like a jail cell or something. The the the, the, the thing it happens all the time in movies. The yeah, and then it starts collapsing on it. Yeah, um, it's crushing. Yeah. So, what do you think of what Garnet says to Pearl, like in terms of advice she gives her when they kind of resolve everything? I can't even remember. <laughs> Well, it's this entire thing. It's it's like I look up to you sometimes. You have to be strong yourself. Aww. Well, Pearl says that she's just like a, a just a pearl, useless on her own, and she wanted wow. to be part of uh, this perfect relationship that Garnet has. Um, she needs another person. She needs to be told what to do. Mm. Well, yeah, and Pearl pretty dependent on others for self worth and stuff like that, but Garnet says that she looks up to Pearl and wants her to be strong on her own. Yeah, so I guess... So this scene kind of serves as the conclusion to this conflict arc the entire time, and it resolves through through Pearl kind of admitting the her insecurities and stuff to Garnet and apologizing, mm-hmm. and Garnet, um, I guess, feels for Pearl uh, through what the type of thing she admits, and... Uh, Kind of, I guess, I don't know. Maybe to me it seemed like Garnet wasn't seeing things from Pearl's perspective, and maybe that was part of the problem here. Because uh, to the audience, it's obvious what, it, what Pearl's saying, that that's how she feels. So it's like, why is this going to trigger this reunion between the two? Other than that, it's just an apology. Um, 
But I, f- I feel like it's pretty realistic in that Garnet just doesn't understand where Pearl's coming from. Like Garnet's thinking that Pearl's like disrespecting the sanctity of fusion earlier and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. uh, but that's not what Pearl's thought process is at all. And we know that because we've been spending so much time with Pearl throughout the week. Um, but Garnet maybe has trouble getting in Pearl's head like that. And maybe this is I don't know. Maybe this is the thing with fusion. Maybe I wonder how empathy works with. <laughs> with fusion when you're two people that's kind of hard to conceptualize we were kind of talking about this earlier in the week it's like conceptualizing fusion and it's hard for us to do but um i could see how you could get lost in your own thoughts between the two of you especially if uh you can disagree with yourself like it seems like garnet can yeah while she's the thing which is hard to hard to think about uh so i don't know i'm talking myself into liking the scene a little bit more now that i'm good seeing it but uh it's it's uh i don't know definitely expected uh consolation scene um what do you what are your thoughts on i don't know do you what are your thoughts on garnet throughout this because we've always been kind of sympathetic to to pearl i don't garnish just like uh she's focused on the mission at hand and she just wants to get it done but i don't know pearl's kind of trying too hard and Garnet's like Rrr. yeah she doesn't have time for forgiveness my, my re- yeah my reaction to this episode is i'm i assume not what most people's is like i'm like garnet get over it like uh pearl's obviously upset and i feel like garnet herself is costing um is who's costing them the chance for catching Barrett up by not getting over this sooner but at the same time that's not really fair obviously when someone's upset to just say stop being upset mm-hmm. um which is i don't know it's kind of a well put together conflict at the heart of uh, at the heart of it um i feel like others are going to be team team garnet more on this uh in that pearl seemingly is the one here it's pearl can't admit like what's happening she's obviously sorry but she's the one who lost them the, the the mission and stuff like that um but then at the end they you know work it out and stuff catch peridot they take her foot off uh yeah, I have a quote from. I paused and read the Eric Thurm review. I have a quote from there, which I'm just. No, gonna don't ch- tell them your secrets. I'm going to cherry pick the the things that I agree with, I guess, from this review. Steven and Jams forcing Peridot to eject her foot feels like a classic TV resolution and not in a good way. It moves the ball forward just a little bit on the ongoing plot, allowing the heroes to feel somewhat victorious and determined without actually having accomplished much of anything. Um, which I don't understand how you have that, but also have an A review of the episode. Interesting. Uh, but no, I would, just because something follows tropes and stuff doesn't mean it isn't good. Yeah, no, that's true. This is, I think, I feel like to me this is a negative trope, though. Oh, yeah. Um, let's talk about Peridot's characterization here. Peridot, uh, kind of last Stephen Bomb is. I feel like we agreed she was like, uh, kind of like a bumbling, like nerdy follower, and then. She's doing these kind of bad things, but it's not really her idea and her fault. Um, that was kind of the impression we got from the third episode in the previous well, Stephen Week. That's the impression you got. Well, I feel like I feel like you agreed. I don't know. You could do disagree. Oh, let's move on to what Paradox was like today. Well, today Paradox even more bumbling and um, yeah, she's she's a big nerd. <laughs> big nerd. She more directly was clearly trying to kill them though here. Well, because they were like getting in her way and apparently the earth is doomed 
That's not good. She said the Earth has an expiration date. Yeah, that was kind yeah. of a throwaway line. I don't think that means that. No, no, it doesn't. I don't. It means something. Well, so it means one of two things. It means either she just is saying the sun's going to explode at some point, which we know already. That's not new information. <laughs> like, unless this is an alternate planet somewhere else, they're going to follow our planetary rules. Or, which would, I think that makes sense from the perspective of a gem because they live so long. Or it means that uh, they're in, you know, in the gem home, home world's going to invade them again at some point. I feel like it's that. I don't, I didn't necessarily think it was hinting at that. I need more information before concluding that. I, I don't um, really understand why the homeworld would invade. I don't think that makes sense. You, you sweet summer child. Uh, um, I, maybe I'm pretty disillusioned with this show taking any plot advancements right oh now. Oh my god, why? So, uh, I, I don't think they so stubborn. We'll get to the uh, homeworld invasion in like season 10, you know, right around there. Uh, but until then, we can spend uh, three more Steven weeks with Peridot and that'll be good. But You uh, are, oh my god, if I could call you... A negative thing on this podcast, I would. <laughs> you'll, you'll I'll call you a jerk. You're okay, a jerk. I don't. I don't. I feel like this is a legitimate criticism. I also feel like this is one that's going to be shared by other fans. Why can't you just have fun? You're like that picture of that robot, the no fun allowed, like putting down the sign. That's well, you. Well, so we talked about this last yesterday, I think, but. The show can have good episodes that don't advance the plot. I feel like this is a quality disparity issue, rather than a. Uh, Rather than a filler type thing, like Sworn to the Sword, like I talked about this, Sworn to the Sword doesn't advance the plot like at all, other than it makes Connie a fighter. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't do anything with the gems or the home world, and it's just an incredible character episode. To me, there's nothing in this episode that I feel like uh, comes to that level of characterization at all. Uh, Pearl has a great moment where she admits that she's just a Pearl and kind of weak. Uh, she's insecurities about the uh, like her innate things about her. Uh, but we already knew that, and I've heard her say that before, and maybe not this explicitly, but the show's done a good job with that, and I don't think this really does anything for her character. Uh, Garnet, um, what does Garnet do? She forgives Pearl kind of after, I feel like it was more out of character for Garnet not to have forgiven Pearl earlier. Like, not out of character, but that was new information. Like, we've always Mm -hmm. seen Garnet be really agreeable and stuff like that. Um, well, this is, fusion is something really sacred to her. Yeah, so, so this week we learn how sacred fusion is to her and how her inner conflict works. But I don't think this resolution really does uh, much of anything new for her. But it's still it's still decent. Uh, what really stands out to me, though, throughout this, and I think Eric Thurm talks about a lot, is how Amethyst has acted this week. And we talked about this in earlier podcasts. But Amethyst's role as less of a uh, non-emotional presence throughout in the group and more uh, kind of real, seems like a real person. And I really like what they've done with Amiston. It continues here, but at the same time, it was happening all four previous episodes. It's Espe- like the parents are fighting and yeah. the oldest kid has to be like... <sighs> yeah, and I really like how she functions with the, as that oldest kid role. But um, those, these are things that the entire week accomplished, I think. I don't know if it was necessarily this episode. No. Uh, what what else? Uh, I like random things. I like how happy Steven is with uh, Peridot continued here. This this happened in the third episode of last week, but yeah, he wished her a good morning and a hap- and good weekend. Yeah, it's it's really good. It's... I don't think Peridot has a concept of weekends, but thanks anyway. <laughs> oh, that's another. Write that down to discuss on our theories podcast. How do how does the gem calendar work? Should we discuss that? We should probably. No, That's actually think. like a really valid thing to discuss. Not week, not in terms of structure of the week, but maybe in terms of like years and stuff. That's... When you're practically immortal, 
How does time work? Is that is there evidence that the gems follow our calendar? Because if so, that's more evidence that the gems are uh, have a large. They do. Sh- they do follow like years. So well, the crystal gems say years, but they could just be trying to relate to some a concept Stephen knows. Oh, process years. I, don't know. I think that. I don't know. Peridot, give us some schooling about stuff. Basically, one of the things with the the gem species is that the more things that they are have like humans, the more likely it is that humans were involved in their <coughs> creation or like had a big influence in their like lifetime as a species. You know. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, if Sam, Sam and I kind of feel like the gems taking on a uh, humanoid form in their projections is means something, even though. That would have to be like backtrack explained. Are they like like squiggly monsters of the home world? I don't know. See, we, all evidence points to the fact that they also have their humanoid projections on, on the home world. I, I guess we don't know. Yeah, we don't know. Because we haven't been there, but I would assume that they are just. Yeah, I would assume so too, because yeah. Jasper and like Jasper and Lapis and the that shot of Yellow Diamond we had. Uh, yeah, they're all humanoid. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. Yeah. So, I don't know, if the gems are humanoid, why are they humanoid? Well, because they design their characters that way, but that's not an in-universe explanation. Uh, it's like how they have mass. Yeah. They're holograms with mass. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, that's all. Gosh. We can get more into this later. Um, so, what's I guess what's next from here in this show? So, Peridot's escaped again with a foot. We still have uh, Jasper and Lapis tied together. Kind of in the same place. What do you think is going to break first in terms of this plot stagnation? Um, are we going to have Lapis giving up in terms of holding them down? Are we going to capture Peridot? Is something going to happen from the homeworld? I don't know. Did you see that? You, well, you did see it because you were blocked at that um, promo image. That uh... Yeah, that I thought that uh, Jasper and Lapis would be in the episodes. Yeah, I thought that the Pearl was like dealing with Peridot or something. I don't know what was happening. Yeah, but they were not Is that there. foreshadowing for what's going to happen? They, they were certainly not in this episode, Lapis and, and Jasper. Uh, I guess since we spent so much time with Peridot this week, we're going to go back to Lapis. Last week, last Steven week, we ended with Lapis. Um, and it seems like she was not going to give at all. And Peridot, I, Peridot, I guess, is more of a present threat. Peridot's just a weirdo. Just weird. Uh, we have descriptions for three episodes beyond this one, although they haven't been dated yet, and all of them are not plot related, except for there's gem drill. Stephen travels underground, so that I guess is plot related. Interesting. Stephen travels underground. Yeah. Super watermelon island. Stephen finds the watermelon. Stevens. He created an episode watermelon. Stephen. That's wow. a great plot description. <laughs> I'm so excited. I like the watermelon Stevens. They're that really a good cute. One, yeah uh anyway so yeah what so they they fuse again and but they immediately come out of it do you think this this week has earned week of sardonics as its name no no <laughs> sardonics was not there enough for this to be week of sardonics i uh, mean but it's their thing they can name it whatever they want this is week uh pearl and garnet fight and amethyst is uh, stuck in the middle but that's too long of a title i guess Gara has to go, like, sleep in a hotel for a couple nights, and everything will just blow over, and then they'll pretend everything's fine over breakfast, but they'll we'll still be upset with each other, and somebody has to sleep on the couch for a little bit. The end. Yeah, and that's how, that's how parents work, right? Yeah, that's how it works. Uh, 
I don't I didn't really understand random things from the episode, the physics behind how Pearl was like tracking them through the escape pod. Oh, I think Pearl's a robot. Well, I think they're all robots, but <laughs> I think Pearl is a robot. Pearl like it seems when she has her eyes like that when I think uh, it's really cool because like aesthetic, but she's a robot. Yeah. That's my theory. Pearl's Pearl, aste- yeah, Pearl's aesthetic when the uh when she has technology eyes. Yeah, and like when the thing comes out of her head, I feel like it's all really consistent and cool design. But uh, the one thing that everybody on the Tumblr is freaking out about that we haven't mentioned yet is the line that like she's she's just a pearl, like yeah. she's she's one in a yeah, and then C. So again, this is like so you could say it's all pearls, but no oysters. <laughs> So this is I don't know why I don't know what the freakout is, but this is um, this is the sequel to the line in the second to last episode of season one. A sequel to um, the line. Just a so that Jasper says just a defective pearl. So I don't know if people maybe people are now coming around to the conclusion I've always drawn that pearl is a type of gem and not just a gem. had that conclusion for forever yeah this is something we knew it's so just like a, it's just another confirmation of it this is not really new info like yes so this is this is un- there's likely to be types of gems and since gems seemingly are harvested from the ground um i don't know this always all of this just leads me to believe that gems are like created not born just I feel because like such a just because all of them no but I don't, it's just one of many things here which is not new information i'm going no i'm going to argue that the jasper line was kind of a throwaway line but this is like a confirmation of that theory that it wasn't a throwaway line it was just you know yeah i mean i guess real- if you didn't conclude that from <sighs> from there not everybody can be as smart as you do well i feel you said that everyone did take that away before exactly I, yeah so it's i don't know it's it's not it doesn't all it means is that there's other pearls right like it doesn't necessarily but do they all look alike yeah we don't really know that and it seems like pearl is not very high up in the gem hierarchy um so i guess the diamonds would be the ruling class and then there's the pearl i don't know i don't know how pearls are like the, the servants yeah and then everyone's in between or something like that yeah i don't know why pearls would be the servants pearl is the coolest powers imo yeah, she does. Maybe because she's a servant, she has to serve. I guess the yes. diamonds, so she has to be more she useful. To, she has to be like more robot-like since she's serving, and to be, like capable of like projecting. And <laughs> that's like that's a pretty useless power, but but it might make more sense if uh, Pearl's a robot. I mean, yeah, she basically is. That's so cool. It makes more sense, I guess, if you look at her projection as like if she's a courier for visual messages and stuff like that between higher up gems that could make sense i guess but she's also a robot well yeah i mean i mean in a good way she's like a robot with feelings you know what i mean <laughs> she's like, she, and she's, she, she's not like google so she's not gonna kill us she's one of those good feeling robots like wally as opposed to those yeah. uh, evil robots uh <laughs> yeah like, like terminator like, like terminator yeah that's that's a good okay yeah. um pearl's a good robot pearl's one of them good robots uh overall what do you think of um i don't know what else did i'm gonna say anything i don't think so i think we covered covered the animation was sort of off model i don't i wouldn't you i I think i think you would clearer clearer street you were watching on the stream you probably could see it better yeah yeah do you think do you think that's frequent with this show does it Um, it, it, it depends on who's storyboarding who's animating like it depends on who's doing it like um, there's this chart floating around somewhere like that shows 
the differences between each storyboarders, like Steven, like how they draw yeah. him and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, um, it, it was kind of like um, exaggerated over the top and like a little bit off model today, which is fine, you know, whatever. Yeah. It happens. Yeah. Uh, overall, what uh, what do you think of friendship and where does it rank in the... You don't need to rank all five if you don't, don't want to, but where what it's the X-th best episode of Week of Sardonyx. So, I liked it. I liked it more than you did, apparently. Um, I think in this whole Week of Sardonyx, Stephen Bomb 3, I liked uh, Cry for Help first. Kisumu Hotel second, this one third, Onion Friend three, Historical Friction. No, I I couldn't I can't count. Historical Friction's last. I thought yes. you were so high on Jamie though. Yeah, but Jamie's cool. But like that episode was kind of snore. You snore. Know? I agree. Except for Pearl, she was. It was quite snore. She was a. She Pearl was cool. just being a mom. That was the best part. Yeah. She's such a mom. I love her. Yeah, um, Keystone Motel, number one, Cry for Help, number two, and then uh, the other three. Wow. <laughs> In a below average, uh, like, I don't know, these are all C's for me. Uh, maybe I'll like Friendship more upon rewatch. Well, C is average. C isn't, uh, yeah, it's hard. It's like, how are you grading it, right? It's, it's, this show is typically much better than an average show, so I don't know. It depends if that involves your scale. I don't know. I feel like you are too hard, and I feel like you expected a lot out of this, and you didn't get as much as you wanted. Oh, for sure. I mean, I... And I feel like that's why you're all bummed out. Yeah, I I just... I don't even want... I didn't even need a big plot episode. I just need a sword to the sword, which I guess is too much to ask for, because that's, like, one of the best ever. Yeah, you can't... You can't expect diamonds every time you go sifting through the dirt. Yeah, so I think because of this, I have to officially stop calling this the best show on TV, because it's, it's killing my expectations for it. I still think it's the best show on TV. I mean, I thought that going in. I'm not so sure now. It's well, that that's your opinion. I mean, if it's not, it's like number two. You know, it's not. It's not like it's. I still on my it, very limited range of. I still TV think incredibly highly of it, but uh, I'm gonna need some. I would love some, some plot movement, etc. I don't know. More lapis. That's that's always the way to get me to love an episode. Just have lapis there. Well, maybe I shouldn't force you to watch Cena because you're not gonna like it. Because it's not going to move its plot at all, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I, 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 I yes, still I've main- been trying to get Dylan to watch it. I still maintain that that's not my problem with uh, these past three episodes. I feel like I- it's a quality disparity. But we'll see. I'm interested to see what people think of this one. We are, of course, watching this immediately after. We're talking about it immediately after the, the episode aired. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I'm probably expecting a next uh, Stephen Baum announcement pretty soon. I thought they were going to start airing regularly in August. Did they say that? I feel like they did. At the Comic-Con panel, did I say that? I don't... Don't... I don't know. I honestly don't You know. look it up. I mean, You're the one with all the Google Like, alerts. they're going to go back to just, like, the th- regular Thursday airings? Oh, uh, let's look it up. I don't... I didn't see that they said that. It's possible that they will. They haven't... We've been in Steven Bomb territory for quite a while, since uh, April 30th. Um... I don't know what a good website is for this. It might make sense that uh, this is what Cartoon Network wants to do during the summer, and then they want to wear it regularly, not during the summer. Yeah, because in uh, season one, they stopped for the entire summer. They stopped May 14th to August 21st. There are no new episodes. Hmm. 
That's interesting. Oh yeah, that's the period where I took a break. So we'll see. We'll see what happens with this. I assume that the information might be out already if you're listening to this later. Why does it look like in this promo image that Pearl is a pawn? Yeah, that bothers me. Well, Pearl's a pawn for Peridot because they were she was like controlling them or something. That not, that's not really what happened in the episode, but kind of a simplification of it. I guess. Any last thoughts on uh, Week of Sardonyx or friendship? I liked it. I thought it was good. Maybe. I don't know. I feel like the first Steven Bomb was definitely the best. But, like, I don't know. They're, the Steven Bomb thing is just pretty much for promotional purposes and not, like, plot purposes. Well, this one was for plot purposes, it seems. Yeah. Well, it wasn't for plot purposes, but they, like, rebranded, like... I don't know. I, I think that... I don't know. I don't I don't know if we should be looking at... Oh, never mind. Just, you go. This is, they certainly They certainly were aware that these five episodes would air one after another yeah certainly um i think this was uh a conceptual failure uh not that this was like terrible but i just think that um i feel like the pearl garnet conflict stretching it out over five episodes ended up being a bad idea i would say i mean i don't think they it was particularly a running plot thread like in one of these it was only like barely mentioned uh and I think they just should have gone the rest of the season. They should have just tread it. They tread it. It like forced them to address it right immediately after another. It, 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 it skewed audience expectations into knowing exactly when they're going to address it and stuff like that. And um, maybe it would be better served stretched out over a little longer period or just resolved in one or two. Uh, but either way, I don't. You can tell me if you uh, you guys do you disagree with this or not. But uh, I just don't think the structure i mean it's it makes sense that it wouldn't be perfect the first time this is the first time they've tried the structure this plot structure out so we'll see what happens next even bomb or if they go back to regular ones um is it me or did i hear or feel that garda didn't completely forgive pearl she was just like well try to improve yourself yeah i don't know if she completely forgave her that's true also we're about to be crushed so let's get snappy with it yeah true <laughs> kind of a forced uh forgiveness there anyway that's all for <laughs> this week's podcast i not this week's today's because we did five this week i'm dylan heisen that's sam quattro sam where can we find you on social media you can't okay i <laughs> you could no find i'm at cool mcr on twitter okay super nervous i was gonna i was gonna let you get away with that I'm and you're stupid nervous on Tumblr. I'm Dylan Ovia on Tumblr, Dylan underscore Ovia on Twitter. Uh, you can find out more about the podcast at overlyanimated.com or Patreon at patreon.com slash overlyanimated. Thanks to our current uh, patron, Shayna, Mitch, Cordell, Beatrice, Nate. Did we decide on this, Nate, Nate's nickname? No, it's still in flux. Okay, so we got Shayna, which is Hayna, you know, hey, uh, you know, check a look for our picture. Um, Mitch, which is Fever Mitch, you know, like Fever Pitch, blah, 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 blah. Uh, Cord, Cordell, Cordell University. Um, Beatrice, which is Bellatrix is Strange, and Mitch, and not Mitch, we already said Mitch, Nate. I want to name you, like, China Plate or Fancy Plate, but Dylan's like, no. So, <laughs> I'm not buying, I'm, I'm not buying the Plate Nate connection, so. They rhyme! You know, it's like break out the fancy plates. Nate's here. Okay, that that's that that's better, but that's kind of a long one.
Well, thank you, Nate, nonetheless. I'm still workshopping the idea. We're workshopping the names. Uh, yeah, you can find all the social, me- social media links at overlyanimated.com, and we'll be probably have a, depending on when this comes back, we'll have a theories or predictions podcast on Steven Universe somewhere in the middle. Next week, we're going to be talking about a bunch of movies, I think. Next uh, next podcast is going to be on... A bunch of movies. <laughs> a bunch of movies. Just a bunch of them. Ghibli and Pixar movies. We won't tell you what they are. Yes. Ghibli and Pixar. Oh, yeah. And we have upcoming, we have um, Princess Kaguya Review, Thief in the Cobbler Retrospective, and a, uh Incredibles Retrospective, which I recorded with Mel today and went 90 minutes of talk on. <laughs> I don't know how you can go on 90 minutes talking about The Incredibles. What did you talk about? Heteronormativity. Like, a lot. Like, a lot. (laughs) Like, a lot. (laughs) Okay. Like, like so much. I hope you had fun with that. I don't know if we did, but we certainly talked about it. Okay, that's all. I I haven't seen The Incredibles in, like, ten years, so. You should. It's really good to watch. Anyway, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, See you next time. Bye. Uh, Bye.